Hey, I'm Graham Elwood. Hey, I'm Chris Mancini, and we are the Comedy Film Nerds. That's and, right. And we're here to talk to you about a very special product. Murray Valeriano. <laughs> Support you can't him. get him in stores. You can't. You have to donate to him. He's like a starving comedian that you need to support. And he's got a lovely podcast called The Road Stories, which we've both been on, because we've all been on the road. And it's an amazing podcast, and as I'm sure you're aware, that um, podcasts need support and love in financial If you think about this, I have put out two comedy albums in my 20-some years as a stand-up comic, and one live DVD. So three, just a little under three hours of content. Every week... We at Comedy Film Nerds and Murray Valeriano put out an hour of content. That's like putting a comedy album out a week. So I think you could kick in a little money for that. Sure. And especially to, um, you know, to Road Stories. It's been around for a while. They're on the All Things Comedy Network. They got a little prestige behind them. It's time. And you've enjoyed, you've enjoyed Road Stories for years. Now it's yeah. time to give back a little bit. So uh, Murray's not asking for a lot. He really isn't. If every guest could just give $5,000. Yeah. Then it's very reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I think. Get a third mortgage yeah. <laughs> and help Murray out. That's all we're asking. Yeah. Organs can be donated. Children can be put on the internet. There's so many things for you, know, you to most do. Most houses have more than one mortgage. Exactly. Yeah. A third or a fourth mortgage is totally reasonable. <laughs> so do that and help out the Road Stories. And you can do that by going to roadstories.com or roadstories.tv. Or, or and you can also get there through All Things Comedy as well, allthingscomedy.com. But also go to Murray Valeriano's website, murrayvaleriano.com, and hit the donate button. Thank you, guys. Suck it. <laughs> you want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette. <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set. And middle acts doing blow more, missing merch. And drive the rental car past another mega church. And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. All right, let's give me a, a little little sound check. Check check. Howdy. Hello. Check. Hello. Well, you guys sound like you have great energy. <laughs> yep, firing all cylinders. All right, great. That's awesome. Uh, this is uh, this is what happens when your podcast is on the west side, Murray. Yeah. I know, oh, man. I felt really well, free water. Free water. <laughs> Just a, the sun, like a boron laser, in our faces the whole way. That's the right. Whole oh way. man, it's it was, so brutal. I feel like it's taken half my energy, like an anti-Superman. Or something. <laughs> let's let's complain about the sunshine when it's one degree in Chicago. Today. I get it. But I, I was there about. for New Year's, so I did my time. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the reason my parents won't leave. They're where would, where in Bozeman, Montana, oh, where it's negative go. 30 degrees. Turns yes, listeners, again, my parents Murray. are still here. Yes, <laughs> listeners, you've heard about it for the last three weeks. They're still here. They're never going home. <laughs> Did okay. they have a return ticket? <laughs> well, this, the airport shut down again, Mar. It's open-ended. What? <laughs> Stop that, Delta. Stop it. We have news for you, Murray. Um, Thanks. Things are not going well with us. <laughs> uh, we, I did another podcast earlier, and, and uh, the girls rolled out, and they looked over, and it's like, is that your dad? And my dad had like taken all the cushions off the couch and laid them out here so he could lay out in the sun. And nice. Like, oh. Classic. Another thing I'm not going to tell my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all it's been. Why is there water stains? Yeah. Yeah. Where, why are there ants on our couch? <laughs> 
<laughs> Where did you even find a sarong, let alone think it was okay to just wear around my home? <laughs> only if, only if he was in a sarong. Just That's fantastic. Just flashing that negative 30 degree, 75-year-old like, like tan. That, <laughs> that Montana attitude of like, things that are inside can go outside and vice versa, and it's all the same. No, that's exactly Long right. As it's my property. Hey, that's. You know? ex- I had to tell him. I'm like, mom. I, I know. I said. I know that this is. Can you? This doesn't come inside this house, please. Because you'd bring it. You know, collect pine cones and and branches off trees and bring you can't them in bring the house. A pine cone in your house? They're, well, they're like they're not pine cones. They're. My wife is anal. <laughs> I'm really oh, I'm avoiding you know, throwing Mrs. V under the bus. I thought oh, you were yeah. <laughs> They're not pine cones. They're. Well, they're raccoons. Yeah. They're raccoons <laughs> that she's taken in. They're live animals. They listen to her. It's very cute when she's around. But it's a, it's, a, it's kind of comments. like a Disney movie, yeah. really, when she's around and then it rips my kid's eyes out. It's adorable. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning into the Road Stories podcast, or as I guess I'm calling it, the Bitch About My Parents podcast. Again, those poor listeners, man, they've heard about it every week for the last three weeks, like a whole holiday season. Well, if not them, then who? You should <laughs> interview right. your parents about their road stories. Yeah. Here. I sh- you know they drove here so wow. maybe I should listen my dad let me tell you something um, you know I pretty much grew up in New Jersey and uh, I used to fly into JFK when I go visit him and you have to take the Long Island Expressway to get to JFK mm. they closed down two right lanes on the LIE I'd say in 1997 my dad is still complaining about it <laughs> Remember one time, I remember uh, I was going out to JFK, and right five o'clock, what did they do? <laughs> two right lanes on the LIE. Took me two hours, two hours. Do you, oh, I feel like I was back for the holiday. My parents, like, have, like, my dad's got the same stories he locks into for oh, sure. like, five yeah, yeah. years at a time. And this, I, for some reason, I don't know why this time, the phrase, if UFOs are real, why do they have FAA-regulated lights on them every time people see them? I heard that like three times. Come on, imagine this trip. That was his argument against UFOs, whether anybody was talking about them or not. Yeah, they're not real because they have FAA-regulated navigation lights. Kyle's dad, it should be noted, worked for uh, United. United. He worked for a lot for, of airlines. For, oh, he for did? many years. Yeah. So oh. He knows about... FAA-approved lighting. Oh, sure, yeah, of course. You know. so, of course. Uh, he is not going to believe... In a spacecraft, sadly. No. I'm on my own with this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know you guys read uh, read, read the, when you downloaded this uh, podcast, Who's On? But uh, just let me get a quick introduction to Matt Baronger and Kyle Kinane. Thank you guys for driving across town. Uh, sure. I really appreciate it. And might yeah, I say, man. both of you. Very, very handsome men. Go on. I haven't seen you in a very long time. You're looking well yourself. It's the beards. Yeah. yeah. We all just doing it in 2015. I guess. I'm, just I need, I'm trimming mine down tomorrow. You're, you're, kind, of, you're kind of Montana. It's ridiculous. Looking, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I a know, big but it, beard. It felt good just letting it completely go yeah. over the Christmas break. Just being <laughs> Been like, saying that for right. nine years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just cananing it, you know? Just canane that shit. You've yeah. been to the grocery store in your swimsuit yet? <laughs> That's next that week. Freedom. <laughs> Teacher me wise one <laughs> i legitimately was at the grocery i have those dad sat in the closed toed action sandals yes i have those and i was in my mountain bike shorts which have padding in them so it looks like there's a diaper in them and a sweatshirt with nothing underneath it a hoodie and that's oh, yeah. how i was just wandering around ralph's yesterday nice oh and this, is a, this yeah. is a zip up hoodie yeah zip see up, there you go open, that's, yeah, yeah. but open for a little action sure <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen at ralph's man. just weighing out which tofurkey sandwich meat i should get yeah <laughs> love it matt man you you've dropped some weight dude I have? Yeah, I don't know. you look like it. I think the beard is slimming. Oh, is I think that's all it is. I was just yeah. going to say, because you've gained it in your face. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, no, that's no. not hair. 
uh, 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 yeah, it's like as soon as I shaved the beard off, it's like CJ's line, like, "Hey, Bronco shaved his beard off. Went a little crazy. Took off his whole chin." <laughs> like, it's just, uh, the doughiness is back. <laughs> I yeah. did the same thing, man. I was I was just telling Kyle and my listeners know I've been the stay at home dad for the last few months mm. and uh, just just doing local gigs and stuff and. I let my hair like I just got my hair cut, but I let the I grew the biggest Jufro like just did not even, and I'm not even Jewish and just did not even care. My wife bought me a, I wore a hat every day for a month and a half, and then finally I'm like I got to do something, man. Was I that passive aggressive that she bought you the hat? She didn't want to tell you to cut your hair. Pretty much, she's like, hey, why don't you just don't you this love this hat on you all the time, even when you're sleeping? Yeah, Let, yeah. let's hide. Some Jeez, hungs about you. I, I'll tell you what, and I'm not a hat guy. And no offense to the hat people, I don't want to, you know, start drawing a line in the sand anywhere. Yeah. But uh, I wore my hat so much, it smelled. Yeah. I didn't know hats get, and it's not like a baseball hat where oh, yeah. you run around and mm-hmm. work up a sweat. This is a night, this is from Scotland. She was in Scotland. She brought it back. It's yeah. one of those like golf. Yeah, those things are warm. Yeah, they're warm. I'm a hat guy. Yeah. Yeah. Your head sweats. I didn't have hair. I'm in between. Sometimes I'm hat, sometimes I'm not. I do love that uh, in in his book, Bad Manners, P.J. O'Rourke wrote, uh, a man should always remove his hat in the presence of a lady and then leave it off forever. Nothing looks stupider than a hat. (laughs) I don't necessarily agree with it, but it just made me laugh. And every time I, I've always, I've always wanted to read some a book. PJ, I've never read a book. I never read. Well, politically, it's like I'm kind of like whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it easy, Reagan lover. But you know, he's funny. He is funny. That's that'll make you that'll make me pay attention to almost any viewpoint Mm -hmm. if you're funny enough. You know, and if you can back it up. Yeah. But he always makes me laugh, and I always said, I always say, "I'm all right this year. I'm going to pick up Eat the Rich. This year, I'm going to pick mm-hmm. up Eat the Rich." So, I'll be sure not to pick up Eat the Rich. Again I'm just this more year. offended about that hat comment. Yeah, he's been. I'm a bald man with no Kyle's chin. I'm sick of shaking, handsome people. Yeah, I'm just, just shaking sick, his head. Sick of handsome guys growing beards and with wearing hats when they got hair. <laughs> <laughs> stealing my whole racket. <laughs> so, man, every time I text you, which is I don't know randomly out of the blue you are out you are traveling so much yeah man how much how many years, how many weeks did you go out last year i don't i never counted the weeks oh yeah i think it was at least three weeks a month though for yeah the most part man that's a lot and it was out, some out and back and then some i was just going out on tours it was it was a lot last year it was mm-hmm. a lot of different like out of the country stuff oh yeah where'd you go did uh did australia i did south korea did mexico I did England. Where in Mexico? Mexico City and Monterey. No resort towns. Just Mexico City, like the highest crime rate real? in the world, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some guy had Twitter's like, "Hey, do you want to do shows?" Now? He's like, "I brought bands down here. <laughs> oh. you, you could ask him. It's real fun." <laughs> and then he sold me on it because he, he told he's like he's like it could be a disaster, but I want to try it as opposed to like bullshitting like it's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. I love it. He's like. <clears throat> I just I want to try this. He's booked like all these independent bands. Mm-hmm. He's like I want to try bringing co- comedy down here. They understand English fluently. They watch that. I'm like, well, that now that you don't know it's going to go well, I have to say yes. Huh. Oh, nice. If, I, if somebody's just bullshitting me and then they felt like they were going to rip me off. Yeah, yeah. But, so how'd it go? Way better than I expected. Yeah. I mean, the first night I got there, we drove to. I was like, I don't even remember the name of the town, but it was it was. Yeah, the the me- like just every building is two thirds built with just tarps over it, mm-hmm. and just like the town we get to, it's packs of wild dogs. It's wild packs of dogs running around the street, and I was like, this isn't gonna go well. <laughs> but then we it was went to some jazz club that had fifty people in it <clears throat> in the little downtown area, 
and uh, the comedians that went up before me spoke. They were in Spanish, and people were laughing. And then I went up, but everybody spoke English. Oh, good too. And then I was like, I like relieved, but like, oh, wait a minute, this is like this can happen. Yeah. So that was wild. Yeah, I, I didn't expect it. And then the the rest of the shows, yeah, they were kind of like that. They went. <clears throat> In terms of an American show, like oh, they got most of it, most some of the jokes, sure, but there's sure. laughter and there's expatriates there, and people that understand English. But it's an experience. It was fantastic, and yeah, oh, that's great. Mexico City's amazing. Yeah, it's an amazing. It's huge. It's you know, there's there's fearful parts, but sure. then there's other like you just you just hear scary things from everybody, right? <laughs> It's like old ladies that you know, like like my like I wouldn't want to go to New York City. It's oh like, sure, come on, it's, like, it's yeah. the same thing. Here. You just hear everybody like Mexico City. Oh, don't get kidnapped, don't get kidnapped. And that's like that was getting in my head. And then you get down, you are like, ah, oh, it's fine. No, you didn't get kidnapped at all. No, no, I'm not worth anything. I'll put on the hat. I legit, I did wear like I wore shitty shoes. I wore shitty gym shoes. That's what I packed because I did. I like. I didn't want to look like I had any money. That's, that's, that's smart, man. That's, that's my mom. Yeah. When just... she goes into New York, she turns her rings inside, so they don't see the uh, diamond that you can't see anyway. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know what. See, you know, that's off a finger for that. That's so just, just knuckles full of gold <laughs> rings. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not attractive yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. That's why I tuck my gold chains. <laughs> Always just tuck them. Just tuck my them in summer shirt. Like fifty cent, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And well, again, I feel like I haven't seen you guys in forever. What have you been up to? Lately? Yeah, I've been on the road as much as uh, Kyle, but yeah, you know, probably one or two weeks a month. Probably about two weeks a month oh, that's on average. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm down to one. Yeah, yeah. Where have you been going? Uh, I did a fun uh, string uh, of like just just kind of random Midwest tra- towns that uh-huh. I ordinarily wouldn't go to, uh, where people have just set up little, uh, you know shows in in bars with like all these comedy nerds right. who congregate and stuff and those are great yeah perfect those are the great. best mm-hmm. anything in oaxaca no that's the only other mexico no no I, I didn't go to mexico <laughs> i'm actually i'm talking to that dude are like, you talking uh, to yeah Chayma? oh really i was it was i was like i was like oh i should i was like i was like anybody else you want to go because it's like yeah. I, I figure i'm getting kidnapped i need someone in in the room with me blindfolded <laughs> right. yeah, yeah so we can be like hey are you alive like yeah are you scared like i am too just i need someone to talk to good set tonight though. yeah, yeah so, that yeah. was wanna, a good set yeah. you, you wanna, shouldn't have made fun of that guy in the front row with the pearl handled gold revolvers you should want to bring a combo value down there that guy that guy with the silver skull in the front of his cowboy hat you should not have made fun of him <laughs> i smell true. cocaine in this room yeah uh but uh yeah i'm trying to trying to think I'm, it's like it's just I, it's like it's all a blur if i had right. like my my calendar in front of me I'm trying to remember where i've gone i didn't go i didn't go out of the, out of the country except for uh canada that, that barely counts that barely counts yeah they kicked me out of canada this year what so that's a good run. <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed in the Registered camera. sex offender. Oh, if I'm not to get that rumor started. Yeah. Did you hear? Cock and Nane's a registered sex offender. Did they, why did <laughs> I just I wrote it in hand on my passport just because I don't want to go to Canada. <laughs> yeah, I hate this promoter. But I feel bad saying no to the gigs. i got to let them know I made an effort. Well, no, it's good money up there. Uh, did you get booted out of Canada? <clears throat> yeah, I got... I. Uh, was going there for a while. I got a DUI a few years ago, right. and they—that's like a felony up there. But I'd been going there since I got it. I—I I heard rumor of that, but I've never known anybody yeah. who who got because if, if you have a DUI, you can't get into Canada. Yeah, if you, I guess but I was a, going, and they were letting me in. Right, and I would tell promoters like I've got a DUI, so like don't all oh, we'll take care of it on this end. And so that worked for a while, and then I went to Calgary, and they're like, nope, really, yeah. 
Man, yeah. I never, so. I never known anybody to get booted out. Like, and you know what? Fuck you, Canada. Yeah, Mike. went, went, just, just, just flew to Canada, have a few drinks at the airport bar, and came back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my first uh, foray into comedy in Canada at the Just for Last Festival in 2007, and mm-hmm. I got a, uh, I got a DUI in like, um, oh god, what was that? Uh, 2002, and and uh, but in Portland they had this thing called the the, um, is it deferral? God damn it! I always get it wrong. It starts right, right. with a D, but it sounds it's something. Like, but it's divergent program where you basically you you learn about alcoholism and stuff for like four sure. months, and then they wipe from your record. But of oh, course, okay. you know, note to note to, to all the kids out there. Whatever <laughs> law enforcement official says it'll wipe from your record, they can still see it. Right, oh, they can still see okay. it. So, and the thing is though, but I there's no conviction uh-huh. on my record. So, and my I had a I had a passport from. Uh, that expired in 98 that I got back when I was in Chicago when I went uh, to backpacking through Europe with a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. And like in that picture, I have hair to my shoulders and a, like a goatee and dirty like, hippie. yeah, dirty hippie. And, dirty my, hippie. and you know, that passport <laughs> looks like a backpacker had it. Like sure. that thing was on his last legs. The plastic was coming off. And they kept me in this room and this guy sat down and he, his whole goal was to get me to admit that I'd ever been arrested for drunk driving. Right. That was all he wanted from me, and he's holding my passport like it's like it's like it's a piece of shit in a bag. Like just, <laughs> I mean, he kept saying I mean, yeah. and I was just like being polite, but I'm like, I, I believe it's valid, sir. I believe it. It has, you know, it's and it, I'm sorry. I think I said it expired in '98. It didn't. It had one more year until okay. so it expired, and uh, it expired 2008. I got it in '98. That's the connection. But he was like, you know, like he just said, he's like, so you ever been arrested for things? I was like, if you have a specific question, go ahead, sir. But I believe, and it's like. He's just like, oh, you could tell he's just like, fuck, I want this guy so bad. And I'm just like, and it, I was there for like an hour and a half and they finally let me go. And it was just like, you're such a cunt, man. Wow. Like, that's what it, a douche. Yeah. It was awful. It was awful. I got, I got pulled into the Hollywood police station and I got taken in and they chained, they handcuffed me at the Hollywood, uh, uh, police well, station. Wilcox. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know it well? I know that bar. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the one that you're handcuffed to. Yeah. The one to. that you're handcuffed to. <laughs> And this uh, and all these cops file in, and this one cop, woman cop, walks over. And she goes, "Weren't you at the comedy and magic club the other night?" Like, oh, <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, was it a good set? Oh yeah. God, was it a good yeah, set? He's the let me yeah. take. She gives you the she gives you the the the, 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 the yeah. I saw you do comedy. <laughs> That's it. That thing. That one. You're like, and, and either say something positive or just don't bring it up. You know, just pretend like we're strangers. I I'm in the, I'm in the middle. I was started. I was just. I wanted to write something because I, I haven't been writing much lately. And so I started writing 10 things you don't say to a comedian. Mm-hmm. You yeah. shouldn't say to a comedian. Nice. And one of them is anything but, hey, you were funny. Yeah. You know In terms what? of describing someone's set. Yeah. Like right after a set. Like sure. right after a set. Don't, and I know a lot. It's, it's a lot. You know, people mean well. Yeah. But if yeah. you don't, if a comedian, and maybe it's just me and my insecurities, but if I don't get, oh, I was funny. I don't, I mean, right. like, hey, that was spectacular. Mm, but was it funny? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, no matter what I hear, if it's not funny. It's it, very hard doing what you do. You look like oh, you yeah. have it. <laughs> it must be. It takes a lot of courage to get up there. It really does. You know, you ought to just feel good about yourself. It would be ten, because... ten, way, yeah, ten, ten ways people say you suck without that's saying you suck. Yeah. That's what that list is. You look is. like you're having fun up there. That yes. guy before you was really funny. Yeah. Oh, that's the good one. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good one. Um, What's uh, his name? <laughs> The black one. No, the other black one. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just the old insecure. It never leaves. Yeah, but does it ever get, you know, better? 
that 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 thing of that that little ah, where you can you kick yourself. Like, what do I give a shit what that person thinks? Oh, right, you know? right. There's always a little bit, a little twinge. Yeah. I mean, even I remember one time walking through the lot at the Irvine Improv, the old Irvine Improv, and you had to walk through the parking lot to go. Yes. And it just, just this like a low rider breezed by me and this, mm-hmm. usually, hey, man, you ain't so funny. And just kept going. And it, like, and it was just like bummed me out my whole hour and a half ride home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ain't so funny. Just no radio loud enough to drown it yeah, out. Yeah. And then I realized yeah. Irvine no. gangbangers aren't my target audience. <laughs> I, I know. I will, I will, I will, I will see that. And, and Raise You uh, did a set at like 11 at night on a Saturday at the UCB or something, probably like seven years ago or something mm-hmm. it was just, just was i forgot i had set that night and i was just hammered and i got there and just went through my set like blah 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 and a whole audience is just there for improv it's like three three improv teams and right. me oh, i don't yeah, know okay. why the hell they booked me right so i didn't i got barely barely any laughs the next day i'm, I'm walking with with tom segura sure. and, we, knows tom, <clears throat> and we're, we're walking around the reservoir just having a having a day Having a yeah. having a little fellas time, and this <laughs> and this car drives up. These like two like fucking twee hipster girls, and this or not even drives up. They slow down, and she goes, "Your comedy sucks," and they just peel off. And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, like from a a, uh, a small female voice, right? It's like the fucking knife. It's that." <laughs> At that, least you're with another comedian. You could have been like, "Hey, maybe he's talking to you, Tom." No, no I was like, I, I said, I turned him with, "I'm taking it. I'm right, taking yeah. it. I sucked last night. I'm taking it." We were walking with your parents. It would have been like, "We pretty much know oh my who the God. Tween's talking about." Oh my! Can you imagine that? That'd be anything if your career's faltering or like you're fed up. You know, you're you're talking to your parents and something's you know making you angry about your, your oh my my manager's being shitty or my or whatever. You know, well well. Maybe what that girl said is true. I mean, did you, honey? I'm sorry. She said it. She said it. Where? Why would she say it if she didn't mean it? Though he was asking her to say it. No one asked her. She took the time. I bombed. I bombed in front of my parents all the time because they were so supportive. Like, well, we're gonna go. I'm like, I don't want you to go to this one. Well, we read about in the papers. That means anybody can go. So we're gonna go. I'm like, that sucks. For me and for you, because you're not going to have fun. I'm right. going to have to have this conversation where you know I did a bad job. And how you're, <laughs> you're just confused about your son's goals in life, watching me fail at comedy, and like, oh, that's that done. And that's when I'd get the, who was that that girl before you? She was oh, funny. Oh, she was great. Too. Like, I have to say something nice about the show to yeah. make it. I'll be like, oh, just the, don't. The, the Damn it. The tables were nice. I did a, a <laughs> casino gig. It was, again, my parents came out to visit me and it just happened i had to go drive out to nevada to do a gig Mm. didn't do well i didn't do (laughs) i didn't do i didn't want to hang out that's kind of how i didn't do well i don't know if i did bad i don't know if i tanked but i didn't do well and my parents were in and so i had to go get my parents in the middle of the audience who are just sitting in the middle like table center just working my way through Hey, let's get out of here. Oh, which, we want to finish our drinks. No, let's just get out of here. Oh, we just let's just finish our drinks. It's nice. I'm like, Look, I just I don't feel good about. What do you mean, honey? You were great. <laughs> just like echo through the. Oh. Like, see you at the craps table. <laughs> with the mo- it's the mom voice too. Like he's yeah. with his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him with his mom. <laughs> well, that's great. You had supportive parents, though, man. No, it's it it, it is. It was a wonderful thing. That backfired. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I've joked about it in the past, but sure. just the fact that they're always there, I'm like, I'm gonna say terrible things that yeah. I'm gonna, really I'm wish. With this water, that's fine. You get, you it's get fine. in there. 
just life. Maybe if you just uh, gave in and bought these slightly larger bottles, you wouldn't have to drink yeah. five of them while you sat here. Uh, listen, <laughs> ungrateful free. Guess what? Now you guys can't come out for Mexican food with me and my parents tonight, smartass. I think, how do you still get five cents for these tiny bottles? Is it still a five cent? This center? is eight ounces. This yeah. is eight ounces there, of water. I can't. Like sip this without just killing the whole thing. <laughs> it's a sip. It is a sip. Yeah. Well, the thing is, and I've said this before on the podcast, is I would buy regular size bottles and then they would drink half of them. And then now I've got a podcast, a landfill named after the road story. See, podcast. I don't get that. It's like if you don't finish, I'm taking it. You can take it with me. Like, yeah. why are you leaving this yeah. comic that was on the show? Or they'll just open it and just like not get back to it. You know, and then you tell you, then you tell them take your water. Oh yeah, yeah you so. grab your water. Drink your water. Drink your it's water. hot out there. Mm-hmm. Hydrate. I I won't even have a set because I feel bad. I have a water bottle in the car that I didn't bring in. I already feel guilty for using one of these. You, well, we see that's what I you like. You guys, you guys enjoy your trip to Garbage Island. <laughs> <laughs> keep it's, keep America beautiful over here. We did. Uh, I went up to. Like I forgot my sippy cup. Okay, I got, one <laughs> got a plastic straw and everything. I have two sippy cups in the car. Right now. <laughs> I literally do. On the, I guess it's kind of road story. On the way to, I never told the story on the podcast before. On the way to Bridgetown a few years ago, I guess it would have to be three years ago because my son just turned three. Uh, I just had my son, and I sat next to a guy who did makes. Um, uh, eco-friendly diapers, mm-hmm. okay, uh, the kind that are not like disposable diapers that you're oh. supposed to use. <laughs> yeah. Eco-friendly. Is that how you say it? Because you said eco-friendly, oh, really? and I'm like, what, they can't, they, can, <laughs> they contain the farts? Because <laughs> I could use those diapers, I'll be honest. Soundproof. <laughs> Soundproof. Does it make a, does it make a sound? over the place. He made a duty, honey. <laughs> Every fart comes out like a yodel. <laughs> comes out like a song. <laughs> you can set it. It's, it's like a, it's it's a ringtone. Uh, It'll auto-tune your Is that soul. Luther Vandross singing? <laughs> nope, my kid just took a dump. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been saying echo friendly for you're probably right ten years you're probably right whenever I, I pretended to care about the it rolls things. it sounds better than eco eco I guess eco is right I guess eco would be the way to go ecological ecological, ecological. yeah I'm okay. saying I'm saying anyway they're good for ecological you. come on guys ecological <laughs> anyway they're they're good for the environment uh, anyways like oh man you're I, you're a comedian let me send you these these eco-friendly diapers. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Here's, you know, my PO box or whatever. Sent, us, sent me like two months later, I get this huge, massive box and they're, the, they're like, they're, I, I, I won't go into detail, but diapers you slide on or tape on these, you had okay. to put a base on, put something else on, snap it, and then put something else around it. That lasted five minutes. Oh, wow, <laughs> that yeah. Thing is, talk about in a landfill right now somewhere. Yeah. They just shove those things right off. That's what I like. Like anybody I've seen that has kids, like anybody that's been you know, the concerned for the environment, as soon as you have kids, you're like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. Like, no, toys, whatever food, like, like, like they break down easily. They mm-hmm. finally, oh, yeah. finally give in. No, no. So I yeah. can't I can't judge on any time like that. But I do appreciate the free gifts, so yeah. I I I, I thank the guy very much. I said uh, I next time stuff. in town, come out and uh, show. I got free toilet paper. How'd you do I, that? I, I I hate Instagram, so I just take pictures of the dumbest shit and put it on there. Right. And I just took a picture of. If I hate it, I shouldn't be on it. I know, but I feel obligated. So I'm just on there as an irritant. <laughs> and so I just took a picture of the back of my toilet because I had baby wipes and a roll of toilet paper. I'm like, yeah, living big or just whatever I put in Charmin 
sent me a case of toilet paper and baby wipes. Really? That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll take it. You made yeah, it. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. That is great. In terms of sponsorship, that's yeah. you know, that's you know I was taking pictures of a <laughs> lot cart. of taking pictures of a lot of pretty girls and no one ever saying, Hey, come on guys, let's be honest. Send me slaves. Hey, race car drivers get free tires. <laughs> yeah. I know how this guy works. Yeah. <laughs> how did pretty girls I, I, lo- get I just love the slaves? idea. I love the idea that people <laughs> think that's like it they, they comedians out there just start start thinking like, Yeah. And oh, then yeah. they start putting up you know yeah. <laughs> the thing about like it's like yeah Kyle's making fun of it but it's yeah. it's funny at the same time yeah, it's yeah. like uh, Brian Cook puts up you know he's hash, hash tra- hashtag made it and it's yeah. always something like a garbage it's bag exploded <laughs> like it's always something horrible Hollywood made it <laughs> yeah that's it Hollywood made it wait for Kyle to start taking pictures of his mountain bike I've uh, I've tried to ease into yeah. stuff I really want uh, I'll be honest with you man uh, getting I, I do this the comics who surf uh, show I got I got a Box full of Maui and Sun swag over there. Nice and Quicksilver and, and shit. Really? They, they love to uh, let Where's you rock some. What? Where's this show? It's go. It's what's the next one? The next one's in Brea next month. Do I have to really surf. Yeah. That's what would you do with all the surfing shit? It's just cool. I just like free stuff. <laughs> you can listen. You guys can I go love, through I, that box before I you love, leave. I don't like being wasteful. I love getting free shit. No yeah. matter what. It no, is. me too. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Uh, like comedy festivals, I bring every single piece of that shit back. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pack it. I'll yeah. check my bag if it's over the weight limit. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like this is a, this is a quality notepad that's leather <laughs> yeah. embossed. Thank you. Are you gonna pay the extra twenty five bucks for that yeah. notepad? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you're talking about just, Maybe. just for laughs leather and yeah. Notepad, which I, I don't even like want to write in because the nicer a notebook is, the more. It feels oh, I took like, the notepad out eventually. I'm like, what am I right. doing with this thing? Right. Am I, I'm notary. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> I would get like a nice journal notebook, as soon as I write, it would make it seem even that much dumber. Yeah. By the quality of the binding. I had a notepad that was actually taken from, and it was it was a it was a, um. Laminated, but it was the front and back of the uh, 12-inch single of Janet Jackson's song "Let's Wait a While," which I love. And I was like, I don't even want to write in this. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, bought in the store, and she's like, "Looks like I made a sale." I'm like, "You did? Like, you did? I'm buying this." <laughs> I go through notebooks like I'll, I'll just get one. I'm like, "All right, this is gonna be my notebook that I'm gonna write in," and then I will just misplace it and I'll lose it, mm. and it'll be in my I, car under my seat for six months, I and I'll start in rather. something else. Yeah, I would yeah. rather lose a cell phone than lose a joke notebook. Yeah, not Shit, because yeah. it's valuable, but because of how embarrassed I would be. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather somebody see every it's all dick your pic thoughts. I've taken yeah, than oh, yeah. jokes that I, never I, made it. I had a friend who was writing jokes about his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she read them, and it was oh. just, and he was just like brainstorming. I think. I mean, yeah, he's kind of an evil-minded guy, but it's like, you know, it's like she just they had to have this massive. It's just like don't look in there. No one. Wow. You know, like if I see some other comics joke book, I wouldn't. It's a it's a diary. Yeah. Of yeah. which you choose to read selected passage. Sure. Yeah. To the public. Mm-hmm. Or tr- to decide to translate those ideas <laughs> into a humorous form. But yeah. the stuff that gets written down can be evidence for yeah. any crime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bronger, what is a boner explosion? He did it. <laughs> Stop pointing to my client. Mr. Kinane. <laughs> Dude, we just wrote murder over and over. <laughs> it's an exercise. It frees the mind. It's murderers. <laughs> I wrote it funnily. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times, I don't even think you could decipher mine because a lot of time it is just mm. one random word. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I have a hard time. If I sit down and write out a well-constructed joke, it's a well-written joke. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be funny. Oh, totally. Anytime you know, like if you I've read a word, it. A, a thing word for word, it's like, what am I doing? Yeah. 
Like that that's like if you're just driving on the highway and all of a sudden somebody like you all of a sudden you have to do some very technical proper maneuver with a driver instructor. I think this makes sense in my head. Keep going. If you're just like you're just driving normal and all of a sudden they're okay. You're on stage, you're just rambling everything and they're like, Oh, and so if three people did this, you have to do it perfectly worded in the middle of a set and it doesn't make sense. All right, never just edit that part out. No, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. Do a Nobody drives word. like they do when they're taking their driving test. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. But that's how you're supposed to drive. That's like, yeah, and that's trying what to people, throw a perfectly worded joke in a set where you're right, just right, yeah. People, people think we write all our jokes out and down like we're, you know, monologists. And yeah. it was like, like I... Someone gave me that book of the. Hey, you called me on best. Echo Friendly. I'm calling you on Monologist. 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 See, I keep butchering words. I got an English teacher mother. All right. Thank oh. you. Thank you both. <laughs> um, so, I was working on my resume. <laughs> well, come on, come on. Uh, I'm not editing no. that out. <laughs> come on, leave it. No, uh, uh, it. I was. Someone gave me that uh, the book, the collection of like the best stories from the moth. Oh, cool. And it, you know, and they're great. They're yeah. amazing stories. And it was like, I was laughing at myself at the, at my reaction to the descriptor of the guy going through how the, how the moth develops, develops stories. And they're like, we don't let them do this. And they have to work very hard and they have to write everything down and exactly to this. And in storytelling is about hitting the right beats and being very, and I'm like reading it going, fuck off, like on a plane. Because <laughs> I, I know so many people that can tell an amazing story oh, yeah. just from their head and whatever, but they're, the moth is right too. Like yeah. those are great stories, but it was just that, you know, just that asshole comedian part of me was just like, Ugh. no, I know. I, you know, I could see myself sitting down with that guy just being like, I'm gone, walking out right now. <laughs> yeah, you know? well, there, yeah. How do you want to? Like, there's plenty, of, you know, listening to NPR or something the way it was phrased, and then like, but then this happened in a little flute, like, <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, we, that's an acceptable stories, word as a story, but that's, story. sometimes it's, you know, it's <laughs> you know, hard, it's, you know, it, it's Pat Bryce stories. screaming and spitting in your face, <laughs> and then if this fucking guy doesn't show up, and I he's will... he's burying punches in that guy, <laughs> he's burying him. Yeah. I'm laying off the back of the truck. <laughs> like I like to listen to stories that way as well. Sure, there's a place for all of it. I, I just I was laughing. I did it, that. That was that was one of the guys directed. It was like there has to be musical fills during the breaks. So take a pause oh. and let your flutist friend. Come. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know how expensive it is to check a flute <laughs> now. Yeah. I don't even know a harpist. <laughs> I because I've done a few of those story shows around town. There was one at the Improv for a while, and you get those people who will just write out their story and their faces in it the whole time. Yeah. And yeah. Just go in and then, well, that's the uh, thing. They don't let you. You can't then, take then. anything on stage with you when you're with doing the, the moth. moth oh, really? Kind of, so it's like, yeah, you should know it. Oh, you know? good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's much better. I only listen to it. I've never seen it. I listened in. I listened in PR. <laughs> <laughs> I've done those the, those story shows where it's yeah, somebody reading off a page, and you could tell they have had a written joke that works. Yeah, but because they don't know the timing, because they're reading it. It fumbles, and then I've done them on the opposite, where I'm like, I'll just go up there and bullshit this memory that I have that I know yeah. where it's supposed to end, and people looking at me like, you're not a writer. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like when, when you have that, I've, uh, I think it was Paul F. Tompkins just had this story about how he had this this whole funny tale that he was going to do, I think it was in, in Melbourne or something, mm-hmm. and he, then he told it, and it just got no reaction. He got off stage and was like, oh, like I left out the knife or whatever, like right. some yeah. some <laughs> intricate part, part of the something that had to be there. <laughs> oh, you know? I forgot to tell them yeah. it was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can actually get you on my show. Don't you skateboard? 
can skateboard. Didn't you go skateboarding with Fulcheron one time? Yeah. Yeah, Does that qualify one well, time? Well, I, I, one time. <laughs> I let Fulcheron on the show as like the uh, resident skater. Yeah. As the uh, token skater. I wish, I wish I would go skate more. Yeah. I'm at, like, do, you still, do you still skate? Uh, well, I, <laughs> how, old, how old are you now? That's no, not. Right. They, they walked in, they saw my skateboards, and they're like, I'm not, yours I'm are the mocking. kids. I'm not mocking. Well, it's, 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 it's tough to say Because I thought your mocking. son was a little too young for the <laughs> yeah. quality I, machinery out there. I was out, uh, I've done many of uh, business phone calls, including today, on my longboard skateboard going up and down my street. Yeah. Just skating back and forth. Just feeling yeah. it. Just feeling it. Just feeling it, man. That's, I was out riding today and yesterday. Where'd you go? Today I went to Fryman Canyon. It's because too many, like, it's all the resolution hikers out now. Oh yeah, so <laughs> almost mowed down. It's like going a lot through a mall. Families. Oh, so you got one of those skateboards with like the big fat puffy wheels that take, <laughs> that people take down sand dunes. Little things. I would try. Yeah, I would try it if I had one. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I was almost mowed down a bunch of families. I'm like, it's not safe to be up here. I'm oh, I bet, man. Off. Yeah, it's a shame you can't take your mountain bike on the road, man. Yeah, I'd like to hit some spots. You know, Jared Jared Harris is a comic that used to live here, and he just lives in the woods and outside of Atlanta and builds dirt jumps. Really? On his property, yeah. I didn't know Jumping that. Out there. That's you know fun. You, you know what yeah. you do? This trick I learned from the old timers is when you do morning radio, say, hey, man, I'm a big mountain biker. If anybody wants to go mountain biking, I'd love to go out and go mountain biking. This is a trick I've learned from the new timers. Say no to morning radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also the new... The, the, I'll tell you, though. The new I'll buy the tickets that you think didn't sell because I didn't go on the fucking zoo at plus, 7 plus, plus the new, the new, the new radio will not let you on. You know what I mean? Like, it's all owned by Clear Channel, oh, and they'll sure. just be yeah. like, yeah, there's no point. That's yeah. like why, like... Um, um, uh, only places that have DJs that have their own power, like Bob and Tom, are the right. only people that still have comedians on. Right, you, know? you love Bob and Tom. Oh yeah, they're great. Good stuff out there. <laughs> hey, you had some fun. <laughs> Why do you hate? Sorry, I was drinking that bottle of water. Why do you hate Bob and Tom so much? I think we touched on it last time. I don't hate them. It's just it's this. I never knew about it, and then I would just hear about it from comedians. Like, but didn't oh, you man, come up in Chicago? Gotta... Yeah, but aren't I... they out of Indiana? Yeah. Huh. But that's. I mean. Uh, I mean, what it's uh, syndicated, syndicated, okay. almost said segregated. It's said it, <laughs> segregated. Who are you, who are you it Matt? Is. You know, it kind of is. This is the whitest radio show ever. Um, no, I, I just never heard about it. It was comedians like, oh man, a lot of people listen to that radio. So I'm like, all right, I didn't think about it. And then I was doing a gig down there and I went to it and it was just. Yeah, couldn't get a word in edgewise. Every oh, time really? they went to talk to me, it was a bong sound effect. Oh, right. Oh, really? And it was it was just like hanging out with, with just shitty uncles. Uh. <laughs> Fuck this. Like, I don't need this. And like, more and more, I don't have the balls to do it. Other people have, like, when they get on stage, like, how many people are here because you heard me on this channel this morning? And it's nobody. And they're like, Fuck your radio station. I mean, not, but having yeah, yeah. comedians yeah. on there for 10 minutes. A couple times it's been fun where they're comedy fans and it's been a good time. Right. But when, when, when it's in the afternoon, I feel but okay, you're going to make me be somewhere at six in the morning yeah. to be a comedian. You don't ask a farmer at midnight about his job. It's good not, point. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, 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 to me. I, I agree. Not, Wait, people not, go watch farmers? I don't want, know why he would. Why he, would you ask? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Captain Reality it is over here. No, yeah. man, I did radio like uh, two months ago for a local place up north here. And first of all, 
the guy calls me at 11 o'clock at night mm-hmm. saying, hey, can you, can you be up here for morning radio the next day? Yeah. I'm like, no, I can't. Where yeah. were you a month ago when we booked this thing? I would have happily done it. It's a coastal town. I would have surfed. I would have done radio. It would have been great. Yeah. So, so now, all right, we'll call in, which is the worst. Calling into a radio yeah. station yeah. who have four guys in there already just bantering and talking and have running yeah. whatever they think are comedy. And then all of a sudden, so what's up? Yeah. Not me. It's 7 a.m. And I, I, did, just, I did it that night. I, I asked. Yeah. I used to fight it all the time. And I still, you know, I, I, I measure up, but it's just like, I kind of just go because what the hell. But at the same time, it is absolute torture sometimes. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I, I had a thing where like I did a gig. There used to be a thing called the Playboy Club that was in the Palms in, in Vegas. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And it sounds all vaunted, but it's just a 200 seater or something yeah, like yeah. that. You know, about my size room. Right. And, but, it, but it's me and Miss August. And she comes out first. And says, hello, everyone. And they all hoot and holler. And then she's like, and now the comedians. And there's an MC and there's a feature. Then there's me. Then afterward, she signs copies of Playboy. Mm-hmm. And maybe hope you like, I sell my album or whatever. Right. And a funny guy had me sign her tits, which was great. On uh, the page. On the page. Right. Uh, but we went to... we went to, uh, you to sign her tits. All right, mister. You came to the show. Hold, hold still, lady. Get back, her boyfriend. Um, no, but they, they had me go do radio with her. And oh. we went in with this, like, it's one of those, you know, that just like the David Cross routine, like a wacky guy's name and an animal name. You yeah, know, yeah. It's Crazy Frank and the Lizard or right, whatever. Right, yeah. And they're both early 50s, mm-hmm. still fucking wearing, looking like Guy Fieri and, you know, like, <laughs> like being like, and the one guy would say gross shit and the other guy would just make a noise. That go, was their whole thing. Shit? Gross Gross shit. shit. Like oh, gross, gross stuff. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he, he's, he's got the magazine open and he's, he's just going, oh, you're shaved. And the other guy goes, mm. and she goes, yeah, I'm uh, I keep uh, keep all my body hair off. And I'm just like, why are you answering the question normally? Walk out of here. You should get up and walk out. It will get you so much awesome press. Oh, yeah. For so sure, I made it man. a point whenever they talk to me. I'm like, why am I here, man? Well, you know? She did pose naked in a magazine. Granted. Granted. She's not the. She's a naked. It's not like she's somebody a, took naked pictures. She's a professional naked person. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't make good life choices. Really. Yeah, but I love radio when it's always like, so from Chicago, how about the Bears this year? I don't I don't really watch yeah. football. But oh. fucking all right. Well, you like suck a dick or whatever. Like, it's never gone that far. <laughs> but the attitude. No, of I like, That's exactly oh, what happened. Yeah. Nothing else to relate to this. Person. Hey, guys are all the same, right? Huh? Yeah, we on. like to we like to punch ourselves in the face with pizza and rape women. Am I right? Yeah, huh, yeah. Kyle? Come on. Go with the pizza part. Go with the pizza part. <laughs> no, I mean it's always you're fat and you hate women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always that. It's, Let these chicks leave us alone. I mean, come in for a blowjob, but then leave us alone yeah, with a sandwich. Somebody like, explain oh. to me. It, it is it's like the way radio, like that's they're doing four hours of for the most part, new conversations every day. Yeah, that they're up at three a.m. for, and that's mm-hmm. that's impressive. It's an impressive feat to make that interesting day in and day out, and be an interesting enough person to want to listen to it. And so I see why bringing in other other elements, comedians or somebody around, breaks that up, gives them time to right. you know, change things. And I get that, but it just seems like such an antiquated system for stand, like for clubs to be like, and you got to do this and yeah. this, sure. and like that's the market that people that just listen around like. Hold that thought. Let's take a caller. I, uh, <laughs> Go ahead. I don't understand why these guys hate America. <laughs> that and and now the thing I'm getting more often than not is I'm going with the club owner or the manager early in the morning, uh, and we get to the radio station, and he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna do uh, you can do ten, 
you know, five or, you know, never ten, like five five different um, shows or whatever. And they're all the same time. We'll just move oh, you around. Yeah. Right, right. And you get there and you'll do one that's in like the crappy room. And then like, then, it, then you guys talk to the station manager and the station manager's like just shaking his head and just being like, you know, shrugging. Like the universal look. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And he just comes, the guy comes back to me and he's like, Looks like we're only doing the one. I buy a lot of advertising space on this radio station. Guess I'm driving you back to the hotel. <laughs> and he doesn't want to lose his mind in front of me, right, right, you know, right. because we don't really know each other. But right. it's like that guy gets in. The, we get in the truck. And he drives me back to the club or back to the the hotel room, and he get, drives off. And I know that guy is screaming the paint off the oh, dashboard of his car, sure, because it's it's it happens almost every time I'm on the road and I do radio. Now they get told like Clear Channel doesn't doesn't care so no yeah. it's not it doesn't do anything for us right right but keep spending your advertising dollars it's just like yeah. just club owners just getting bent over it's just bad i like but at least it's i i did one uh radio thing where you went from the country station next door to the classic rock station yeah, yeah. that's exactly what yeah. i mean and the girl who did the pop top 40 like in, in between all right we'll be right back uh we'll be right back with murray valeriano and whoever blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what and it turned out the guy next door who turned out to be a complete dick <laughs> but he like was dating her and then had sex with her friend oh. so there was this like real kind of cross anger and you're like oh you're over there with lisa earlier right yeah, yeah i did her friend like that was the kind just, of dick guy he was cubicles these radio stations yeah. are just cubicles yeah. you can still see the muted coffee burns on his face yeah. from the first week of them working together again just every morning oh <laughs> <laughs> And he, oh man, such a like. I'm like, he would, he would. This guy was saying stuff to where I'm like, you know, we're on the radio, right? Right. He's like, oh yeah, that club at night. It was a really shitty one nighter up in the northwest. Yeah, that club at night, man. It turns into a, after comedy, it's a dance club. You gonna stick around for the dance club for all the muffin tops coming out? And I'm like, it was the first time I ever heard muffin top. I'm like, What's oh, yeah. a muffin top? Yeah. You know those girls are really fat. And they stuff themselves in their pants and their fat rolls over their yeah they're muffin tops and I'm like I gotta go there tonight shut up yeah well, that's why that's why I want to break down I'm like how many times have you moved your family for this job oh right. <laughs> until they finally gave up they stayed in Denver didn't they? you're here yeah you're here and you're watching ratings go down with XM and podcast nobody cares <laughs> I just want to ruin them yeah. and their shitty way of life mm-hmm. like having the guy that looks like D Snyder with like a putter just half talking to you while he's yes. practicing his putts. I've been on that show. <laughs> you know, okay, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's, it's, been, it, some of them have been fun, but it's such yeah. an antiquated system. Yeah. I, I just remembered uh, the club owner that took me around was kind of a, what you, what you might call a bad boy, you know? Oh, really? <laughs> you know, 52 year old bad boy. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, he was talking about how he just had Jim Jeffries and he loved Jim Jeffries mm-hmm. and was just like, you know, yeah, they had a, he came on the radio station and, and, you know, he was saying how he's an atheist and he said, uh, you know, they want to apologize. He said, I, you know, I apologize for offending you about your fake God. <laughs> and then one of the guys, you know, the, all the DJs kind of stiff. They were like, yeah, what it kind of like screw him because right. they'll be mm-hmm. as sexist as the day is long sure. and racist, but don't talk about Jesus Christ. Don't you dare. Right, right. So they all stiffened up and one of them literally said out loud, that's not an apology. You don't say. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't get Jeffrey's sarcasm at oh, all. Oh, wow! All right. Yeah, that's awesome. That doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I, we're all around the same age, and I. It's. I was a fan of radio growing up, so it was kind of. It's kind of. It was too. kind of shitty to watch it die. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember being, oh wow, I get to be on when I first started out. I get to be on radio, and this, yeah. you know, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and then I realized how sucky that was, and, mm-hmm. and so, and then just slowly watching it die is just kind of sad. Well, and I, I and there are some bright spots in it still. Like I was back in Chicago, and I got to do there's a team Wendy and Bill that are still on. And I got to, I was so happy because that was the radio station I used to listen to. Oh, very when cool. I was, when I was, yeah, like a morning station, I worked at a gas, I worked at a gas station. That was the morning show. Huh. And it was turning, like the station was turning over. It was, it was, were you in Chicago right before Q101 was an alternative station? Oh. It was like an adult contemporary station. Yeah, I think so. And they were that, like, and so then it turned into this alternative state. So they knew their days were numbered before they got some weirdo right. alternative hot jock in there. <laughs> so they were just making fun of the music and shit talking everything. And it wasn't in their nature. So you could tell they were just being honest about, like, like singing along with songs. Like Creed, before Creed was this joke band and that was alternative grunge yeah, yeah, yeah. and them just making fun like singing with it while it's on the air not giving a shit knowing they're gonna get fired and that was magical radio to me that's, that's great, great. they're still on <laughs> that's great uh, when i got to go back there and meet them and tell them thank you for that <laughs> that's awesome yeah. that's right so they're out there they're still out there yeah one of my favorite radio stories was has nothing to do with me <laughs> tell it but it does have something to do with my friend Cortland cox and his old radio partner chris hardwick uh, they hosted a show out here on like X one Oh something or other mm-hmm. for like a year. And it was the Hardwick Cox experience. And that's when I met Chris and uh, Cortland and they got, they went to the Christmas party the night before and they had to be up at four. And at the Christmas party, they told, they were told tomorrow would be their last show. They're oh. pulling, they sold the, <laughs> co- they sold the company. Everything is getting pulled. Mm-hmm. So they just stayed at the party and just drank themselves silly until they went on air, and they were just on air <laughs> hammered. And at one point, Cortland goes, I'll be right back. Like, live on air, walks over. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Just blows the studio. Is there audio of that? <laughs> I, oh, I should, oh, I should find out. Yeah, dude, someone should find that. Oh, so I got to find that out. That would be great. Because that's what they're doing, just yanking, like, yanking stuff. Like, tomorrow, we're done. Yeah. You guys pack it up. We're done. Was yeah, it, so much stuff is... I mean, I go home to Portland, and I'm just like, oh, the, that that fun, you know, little strip joint that I love to go to with pals when you get gone, you know, rising rents. It's just, just wiping out any authenticity left yeah. to these neighborhoods that people are moving to the neighborhoods for. Right, right. Just, I was yeah. heartbroken when my Washington Mutual turned into a chase. <laughs> oh, I remember that day. It's like burning down my home. Yeah. <laughs> Can I see the tattoo for the memorial of that? that was... <laughs> it's just across my yeah. chest. Yeah. R.I.P. Wamu. Wamu. <laughs> Wamu with wings going across your chest. I, I constantly forget you're from Portland. Not that I'm I mean, constantly I'm... thinking about you. But sure. uh... <laughs> Where's Matt from again? <laughs> Oh. Honey, didn't we know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, Frank, before you go He's to bed, <laughs> I just want to tell you. It's somewhere in Maine. <laughs> um, so and you're, you're one of the, are you one of the organizers of, Port, of Bridgetown? Yeah. It was me, you me and, and Andy. Andy started it. And just you and Andy? I thought and, there was and, a, and a girl named Kimberly Brady. Yeah, screw her, right? Mm. Like her, right? Well, she's <laughs> not as involved as, as, as now, but started it with us for okay. sure. Yeah. Well, it, and it turned out to be one of the greatest, best, most awesome I'm uh, proud of it yeah man that's it's, great it's great it's fun how did that come to uh, fruition I used to go back I got sick of the local the local comedy club that was there in Portland at the time was was just Still like there. a cattle call they just they just yeah. fill it up with people who got free tickets and want to stuff their face with nachos Still there, right? just hire the cheapest possible headliners they could yes right. and 
I just I just got tired of going there and and you'd play it's a big room but you'd play Tuesday through Sunday three shows Saturday Tuesday it's just obscene you know right, like right. amount of of go to a county but anyway I was like you know when I go home my hometown I want to have fun so I went to my friend who was a rock promoter and she uh, she had this space and bands didn't get on until ten so I was like can I have the eight o'clock spot and I'll have locals go on we'll charge five bucks. And so I'd make I'd make enough to fly home and back right. basically, oh, cool. and and just stay at my parents' house. But uh, Andy would open for me, and then one night him and Kimberly were like, "Do you want to start a comedy festival with us?" And I was like, "Why not? Let's try it." So oh, awesome! Yeah, tell me a little bit about the first year because I think the first year where are you six years in seven seven because I think mm-hmm. the first year I I was still on my comedy hiatus. Yeah, well, it was it we our biggest name was Tignataro, and uh, they. No newspapers would cover. <laughs> this is this is the the ridiculous uh, knee jerk liberalism of Portland. Uh, they 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 wouldn't like the local alternative rag, the Willamette Week, would not write an article about her unless they could talk to her about being a lesbian comic. And she's like, I don't want to. Oh, I want wow. to talk about your comedy. And they're like, then no dice. Huh. And they they were like, well, what's the hook of the Bridgetown Fest? And we're like, it's the first comedy festival in Portland and possibly the Northwest. Well, I don't see a hook. But if we were like. It's the lesbian fest. Right, They'd be sure, like, yes, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's the vegan I dig fest. it. I know where yeah. you're coming from. You, you know, uh, I'm, I'm as left as the next man, but it was kind of like, guys. But then... Uh, Technically, uh, you're not as left as the next man. Not to the left of you. Exa- <laughs> not as left to the man the left of me. Sit next Sorry, to, Greg. Sit, sit, next to, <laughs> sit next to the left uh, of my dad on yeah. your way out of here. You'll okay. be the leftist. Perfect. <laughs> but uh, Pat and Oswald just called us out of nowhere and was like, can I do it? And oh, like, cool. Yes. Yeah. So... He kind of he gave us a headliner. He's oh, such good. an awesome dude. And he talked about being a lesbian comic. He did, <laughs> l- looking like a small uh, yeah, lesbian he comic. Does have an old bit about that's that, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah right. totally. I just I just stole a joke from yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> inadvertently. Okay, great. Mm. Uh, so that's great, man. Yeah, and it's such psych- a fun festival. It's, it's just like it has been said a thousand times, but it, it is summer camp for comedians. It's just yeah. it's just fun. You know, yeah. but now the cool thing is we're we're finally able to generate a little more money to get bigger names in mm-hmm. and actually give people some money and fly out and put up more people. You mm-hmm. know, I think you guys can actually afford me this year. So, so yeah, we're, we're excited about that. We're excited about know, that. That, guys, that is a long rider <clears throat> you gave us. A deal on that one. <laughs> <laughs> what would be on that rider? Just copies of Van Halen's rider. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and no green green M Ms. So when did you move to Chicago? In end of '96, I I graduated college that year. Okay, I had because uh, I've I've had different incarnations of Chicago comedy comics yeah. on here from like mm. Pardo, Mike Siegel, that era to uh, Michael Palisak, who just debuted yeah. on Conan last night. Yeah. Really funny, really funny guy. I worked with him in Vegas, like Michael Palisak oh, and, right and those guys. So I've had that whole mixture and you guys, but I had Mick Betancourt. Yeah, oh, and John Roy, <laughs> yeah. on, and they told it was awesome because I never really heard about that dead comedy time in Chicago because every everybody else is like, oh, Chicago's the greatest place for comedy and all that time. Mm-hmm. But it was one, it was still great, but it was, it was just very small. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, dead to yeah. every, any other anything that was considered entertainment. But it was like the the people that came out of that dead area are like, you know, yeah. our our gang, right? Is, mm-hmm. is, are all somewhat known comedy names yeah yeah no, it was a great era yeah. everybody started because that, like nobody wanted i think nobody was looking for fame it was just like yeah this let, is let, fun this is one <laughs> thing that we can try and get good at right. that also takes place in a bar other than darts or pool right 
So let's try this thing. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up in Chicago? Yeah, I grew up in the suburbs. Oh, really? Yeah. Where at? Town called Addison. Mm, I don't know. It's famous for a pregnant woman getting murdered and having her baby cut out of her womb. Oh, Addison. That, that's put us on the map. <laughs> yeah, that's that. that. Did you say Madison? No, no, no. Okay. That's just <laughs> kindness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never, I'm bummed out because every time I go to the, uh, I don't work the other clubs in uh, Chicago. I work the improv. And so I never really get to see Chicago. Oh, yeah. You're out in the burbs. Yeah. Schaumburg, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm there at least once a year. So uh, when I go in the spring, I'm going to go out early and check out those other shows that are going, that I hear really good things about Mm -hmm. in the city and stuff. Yeah. I was like, this is a Chicago improv. And I'm like, oh, it's one of those just planted in a... Yeah. How do I get there? Prefabricated (laughs) entertainment center. Right. Yeah. Well, go to Chicago, rent a car. Yeah. Drive away from Chicago, and then you're at the Chicago Improv. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, leave the airport, go in the other direction. Yeah. That's how you get there. Um, I really appreciate you guys coming out today. Uh, I know you come from the east side. I think I don't know where you live. Yeah, I was yeah. joke bitching. Yeah, oh, I, no, it was no, nothing. No. I'm, such and an I'm easy joke drive. being sincere. So <laughs> perfect, <laughs> Los Angeles. <laughs> And I know you guys got to go back to Hollywood tonight, so to do Nerd Melt. So that For comedy stinks. programs. Oh wait. Um, now I'll talk about that off air. Um, now I just lost my train of thought. Oh, I was thanking you guys. What's coming up next? I have to wrap this up because I have to take my parents out to dinner tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Mexican, we remember. Yeah, okay. You dangled that carrot from her face and yanked it back. Come with me, please. She's got a margarita cart. <laughs> you got a big nine dollar margarita cart. I, just, I, got a margarita. I want to uh, I want to go as your dad to butcher every single menu item. <laughs> Just, just, that's gotta be the best thing about being that age. Give me a chimibonga. <laughs> Sir, that's, don't that's tell not me Mexican thing. pizza's not real. Taco Bell's got them. All right. And that's the very first Mexican restaurant there ever was. <laughs> uh, man, it's so true. Uh, <laughs> my mom made a taco salad. Oh, the best salad in the world. Hers was uh, Doritos and Cool Ranch dressing. That was a uh, taco salad. Boom. I'm on. I'm on board with that's, your mom. I'm on board with your mom's restaurant. All right. Well, yeah. I'm just. Well, it wasn't actually a restaurant. It was our kitchen. <laughs> no, I'm saying. I I think we should get some pool financers. Pull our money. You know. I'll I'll do that. And, gonna, and let's my get mom. A, my mom can make her signature chop suey. Never knew an Asian woman in her life. <laughs> <laughs> make a chop suey. It was just spaghetti with water chestnuts in it. I think. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Too. Still, <laughs> I'd eat that. Oh yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah. So what's next for you guys? What's coming up? Mm, we both got specials coming up. Oh, we do. I that. God, I haven't talked to you guys in forever. Man, Jesus. Man. It's like we planned this. I know. Uh, when is yours, Kyle? January 23rd. Comedy Central? Comedy Central. Awesome. Midnight, January 23rd. Mine's uh, February 6th. Okay. Comedy Central, midnight. Names? Uh, Any names? Mine is called I Like This Old Stuff Better. Okay. <laughs> and mine is called Big Dumb Animal. Oh, I like it both. I would like to think that I was in the room... After your DUI, and it might have been the fake gallery, where you were saying you got arrested and that Whiskey Icarus flew too close to the sun. Yes. I'd like to think that was the first time you ever said that. Then fine. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I, it may have been. I haven't been to the fake gallery in a long time. So that was probably right. Yeah, they don't don't do it anymore, do they? No, that guy who owned it moved to New York. Oh man! Paul move? Yeah, Paul. Paul Kozlowski. Oh, that was John Vargas's only friend. <laughs> 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 Very true. Very true. By the way, uh, we were talking about things getting hacked earlier and mm-hmm. messages. If the messages between John Vargas and I ever got leaked, 
<laughs> oh, dude. I mean, it's well, John not... Vargas's online persona is enough of like, yeah, right. But like, don't like the Sony thing didn't scare me, but it did make me very glad I wasn't powerful or an executive. Right. It's like, man, the shit I've written about people, and you know, just looking angry. Oh yeah. It's like that son of a bitch, and just out of. Fun and just sure, making, yeah, making clowning fun of John people. being Mexican. I'm like, well, it's just comedian to comedian yeah. comedy. Yes, you know, it's gallows humor. Yeah. Sure, most, like if if you wanted to blackmail people and just record green room conversations, <laughs> every yeah. single you'd think every comedian is a rapist, not just Bill Cosby. Right, you would think they're all racist. You'd think they're yeah. all fucking murderers and have hits out on people. It's the worst. He, like I, I don't know if you've ever had where like friends hang out or are you re- like you mess up and think you can make fun of somebody like you roughhouse a little <laughs> too rough with somebody yeah sure 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 you play like <laughs> oh shit sorry can't say that kind of stuff around here yeah yeah with, with like non comics oh yeah oh yeah Ooh, that's yeah I did that the other night we had a uh, we had uh, people over and I have a, I have a black friend mm-hmm. and uh, my other friend she couldn't find her purse I'm like whoa. Let's check with the black guy. And you should have, my parents were like, he's right here. He's right here. Murray, no. He's right here. We say that when he's gone. Yeah, the way that. more racist thing. <laughs> they like took it seriously. Like, Honey, I would say the same thing, but not while not, he's, no, I'm sorry you heard me. Yeah. Not while you're here. Didn't I raise you right? You wait till they leave. <laughs> say it when they're not around. Yes. Didn't I raise you oh right? Why God. did you invite him? Is it, well, isn't that why comedians get in trouble? Because you realize they're making jokes or just try to treat the audience like one of their own like come yeah. on man we're all we but that's why that's like, why comedy yeah. rooms are a safe zone you, mm-hmm. that's why I hate it anytime someone, something somebody said on stage is printed right. A it's completely out of context sure and B it's like that's the safe zone and like who's it Bill Burr was talking about it's like anytime they have a, a clip of someone saying something offensive the audience is cracking up right, and they're right. of all yeah, races yeah. and sexual orientation, whatever, you know, yeah, yeah. like the audience will let you know if you're mm-hmm. the worst, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, because yeah. they know where it's coming from. Right. If, if any of us did racist stuff on stage, like I think we had no, had a had to finesse it and B that it's not coming from the heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, thanks a lot. Um, I really appreciate it. Check out the specials coming up. This is awesome. Uh, and then where are your websites? Anything like that? Just mattbronger.com. Matt Br- just mattbronger.com. No. Just, oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> no, that's not Dodge. Uh, Wait. They'll oh. find it. They'll find my, it. Hear my mic just cut in the middle of the yelling. <laughs> Kyle. Uh, KyleKinane.com. All right, sweet. Um, guys, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. And this is the last episode that my parents will be in town for, so you can I can stop bitching about that. I know you're really uh, happy about that. I hope they stick with Woo! Bozeman's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you all I, uh, I, uh, for the kind words. I did a I did a solo Road Stories podcast in here the other night. Oh, nice. really? And it was like I was the Unabomber reading my manifesto. Ah. I was really... Was it a, was it a necessary thing because your parents being in town? Like, I got to go to the garage. It was the little bit of like, okay, I got to record. And then I forgot to uh, book anybody. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing different voices to yourself <laughs> to convince your parents you have a guest. <laughs> Through my British accent. Oh, you know, it's a British man. He knows such sophisticated. Um, so thank you guys all for the uh, kind words on that. Uh, and uh, at Murray V on Twitter, uh, like us on the Facebook page. And if you haven't written a review, uh, I would love uh, uh, if you would write a review of the show on iTunes. It, it, it helps immensely, believe it or not. And... Um, January 31st, I'll be headlining the Melrose Improv. Uh, I should, you should be able to get tickets for that, and then I'll be hitting the road from February on. Stay tuned for more of that. You guys, 
Thank you so much for coming. Thanks, buddy. I really Thanks, appreciate Mark. it. Check out these guys when you come to your town. They're very, very funny. Thanks for listening. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, candle flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.